Hi, everyone. It's Robert Poole with the Growing Your B2B Small Business Podcast. In today's episode, we're going to talk about one of the most powerful forces in your life, which in turn will allow you to either grow your business or watch it stagnate and die. Let's get started. You have a small B2B business. Are you frustrated with the lack of resources to grow in B2B? So where do we go to learn how to grow our B2B small business? Should we focus on traditional offline methods, online techniques, or both? How do we bring in more clients and revenue and yet keep our sanity? I'm Robert Poole. Join me as I share two decades of B2B growth experience, learn new techniques, and combine both offline and online growth strategies to grow my own business. If you're listening to this podcast, you're part of an elite group of achievers who aren't willing to settle for just a nine-to-five job. Welcome to the tribe and welcome home. Hey, everyone. I hope you're having an awesome day today. In the last episode, we talked about the importance of evaluating not just the potential in your business, but also the downside and how to manage both. In this episode, I want to talk about a topic that's a lot easier said than done, and that's the power of influence that the people you surround yourself with have on you. There are a few things that can predict your business success more than your immediate circle and the other influential people in your life. I'm sure you've heard the idea that we become like those around us. You know, when years ago, uh, when I was at West Point uh, during the summer, you go out to the regular army and do different trainings. And I got sent to down to Fort Jackson, South Carolina, where I was what they call a drill cadet and uh, in a way, uh, sort of an assistant drill instructor. And, you know, I, at that time, I experienced firsthand uh, this concept. And I think I was there for it was about six weeks uh, in the summer between my sophomore and junior year. And it was my, really my first time being out in the real army and experiencing things for real other than just studying about it. You know, and within a few weeks, I found that my language had changed, uh, my accent, uh, even my mannerisms. And all this was from hanging out with the drill sergeants I was working with. You know, I didn't uh, know many of the other cadets, and we spent most of the time with our units and not each other. So the only people who surrounded me were those that were pretty different than I was. And, you know, this is totally natural as human beings. Uh, We need to be part of a group, and, you know, we want to be accepted in a group. So in my case, to fit in, I started using the language that those around me were using and started pronouncing the words that the way they did it and acting the way they did. I can't remember when it was exactly, but I think it was probably four to five weeks in. And I suddenly caught myself one day and realized what was happening and how I'd changed to fit into my surroundings. The need to fit around us is a basic human need. You know, if you know anything about the subject of rapport and sales and interacting with people, you can see why we change ourselves to fit in. That's why rapport building works. You're convincing the other person that you're like them. The power of rapport and the need is so strong that people will do unimaginable things to others if they feel like that's the accepted behavior of their group. I mean, you can look at an extreme example of, you know, Hitler and what he was able to convince his subordinates and some of the German people to do. They most likely wouldn't have been a part of something that kind of evil if it hadn't been part of those that were around them, basically the group they surrounded themselves with. Well, so that's great, Robert. You know, what does that have to do with owning a small B2B business? Uh, You know, I would submit to you that those you surround yourself with, who you hang out with, who your friends are, what books you read, whose podcasts you listen to, speakers you follow, and so on, they all directly affect how you'll conduct your business. For instance, if you're trying to grow your business and your friends uh, and your close circle believe that money is bad and capitalism is evil, you know, that's going to rub off on you. You know, and like we talked about a few episodes again, your attitude towards money is really going to have a big impact on your success in business, positive or negative. You know, all of us have people in our circle, sometimes even family, who are basically what we call negative people who complain about everything, criticize everyone, and 
are just generally unhappy. Being around someone like that can really suck the life out of you and therefore affect your business in a big way. I mean, let's say you have a breakfast with your brother-in-law who fits that profile of what we call generally a, a negative person. And after an hour with them, you go to work. My guess is that you're not going to be all chipper and positive. You might even look at what's on your plate for the day and think, boy, this sucks or whatever. Basically, you're letting the experience influence you not to negatively affect your business. And the social group you have put yourself in or find yourself in dictates what's acceptable, what's expected of you and how you should think. You know, it's not always blatantly obvious that the group you're in is detrimental to you and your business. Um, but, you know, in my mind, there's there's three kinds of groups, really. There's the negative group, you know, they complain about life or jealous of the success of others and subconsciously don't really want you to succeed. You know, a, a typical example of this might be, unfortunately, family members, friends by action or just common experience. Generally, they aren't the people you want to actively seek out. If you start to achieve and they're going to most likely shun you and condemn you for trying to get ahead. And then there's the what I would call the neutral group. They're the group that most of us feel comfortable with. And, you know, they're not really negative, but, you know, they expect you to be at whatever level they are economically and think you shooting for the stars and growing is just unrealistic. And they they want to help you by discourage you from growing as they think uh, it's going to hurt you. And so they're really trying to help, but they're not helping and they're actually doing the opposite. You know, again, you know, this could be, you know, family or close, close friends. Uh, you know, they actually care about you and think that, uh, you shooting for success is a bad idea as you might fail and they don't want you to go through that pain, you know, and that can also include your business peers. For instance, if you're in a mastermind group, uh, you know, a lot of times it's comprised of people who are all at the same level of success, you know, on the surface, this makes sense, but, you know, having caring, well-meaning peers who are experiencing the same problems as you are, are really not going to be able to teach you what you need to do and what you need to know to grow your business to the next level. They may have your best interest at heart and you can definitely learn from each other, but sometimes uh, they can't effectively teach you something that they haven't experienced. You know, there's nothing wrong with these people. They just will likely keep you, you know, centered and keep you where you are. You know, if only if you're interested in growing and staying where you are is this kind of the influence you want to have. And third, there's the achievers group. You know, they're positive go-getters, not wasting time complaining or goal-oriented, motivated, resilient, you know, committed to growth. And these are probably the people that you feel uncomfortable with the most is a lot of them will be more financially successful than you. These also happen to be the ones you want to be around as they pull you in the right direction. They pull, bring you up. A huge mistake most people will make is thinking, well, I'm not as successful as these people, so I really shouldn't be part of this circle, mastermind, whatever it is, um, because they're doing so well. It's uh, intimidating. But it's actually the opposite. You want to be around others who are wealthier than you and more successful than you in every aspect of their life. You know, I remember the first time I was involved in a mastermind group and I was sure that everyone in the group was more successful than I was. You know, and the truth was that, you know, some were and some weren't. And while I wasn't able to offer a lot of advice and resources to those people above my level, what I found is those same people were generally interested in, in sharing their success with me and trying to help me attain what they have. And not like the other groups who tend to be jealous and at least, you know, feel like you should stay where you are. You know, they're happy just to hold you down to their level. So which group do you want to be a part of? Of course, you know, uh, unfortunately, a lot of us don't do too much thinking about who we surround ourselves with. And, you know, I've certainly been guilty of this. I mean, we can't pick our family, but generally we do have control over who we hang out with socially and those we allow into our circle uh, personally and in the, our business life. So I challenge you to take a look at your life and be honest with yourself. Are the majority of the people in your life cheering you on, encouraging you to keep at it or overcome the hurdles in your business and become financially wealthy? 
you know, if not, I would consider changing that influence because it's too powerful to ignore. And if we think, you know, we can spend our time around negative people or at least neutral people and continue to grow as a person, uh, and which is what grows your business, I think we're fooling ourselves. The power of influence of your circle is far too strong to overcome, regardless of who you are. It's just human nature and the human need that we all fall into. Okay, so let's assume for a second that you're a model of positivity and surround yourself with people who will push you to grow and build you up. Is there another aspect to this? You know, at the time of recording this, it's uh, right after Thanksgiving and we're still neck deep in the coronavirus pandemic. You know, the government is advocating for isolation and increased social distancing, even so far as to tell people to stay home and don't get together with family and friends. Now, the wisdom of that, of course, is debatable, but the fact is that we're more physically separated from each other. Uh, that's not a debatable. And there's another factor in the influence of those you surround yourself, and that's people who you were surrounded by virtually. And I don't mean like on a video call. I'm talking about the media and the information we consume. Even before this pandemic hit, we were increasingly become a society that turned to the internet for entertainment and some sort of uh, socialization. I would argue that almost as influential as the people we surround ourselves physically, the people we surround ourselves with virtually through any form of media is sort of the second biggest influence in our life. I'll give you an example. You know, I've always been interested in politics since I was in high school and been kind of a political junkie most of my life. However, you know, the last few years I've realized the impact that the media consumption has had on me and I made a conscious decision to step away from it and not surround myself with it through any of the media that I consume. You know, it's funny, my wife said to me the other day, you know, it's funny how you've changed. I used to hear you go on and on about politics, and then I'd turn on the TV and I'd hear the same language and ideas. Clearly, an outsider like my wife could see the influence that it was having on me. If you listen to and watch one type of media, for example, like politically conservative or politically liberal media, you know, it's likely to reinforce your existing belief systems. By listening to those sources, you're just repeating what you already believe, and you end up closing your mind to other possibilities. And this is a huge problem in our country right now, and with everyone picking a side and becoming uh, blinded by their own belief system. And the influence of other people reaches far beyond what news sources you consume. It includes the people you follow on social media, the books you read, the speakers you listen to, the gurus you watch, and so on. Just because they aren't in your close circle of friends doesn't mean they're not influencing you in a big way. So just as important as being aware of who you're hanging out with physically, it has become even more important to be aware of the people you're uh who are not speaking to you personally one-on-one, -on -one, but that you listen to as if they were in front of you. You know, have you ever watched uh, someone's movies or read enough of their books and listened to them enough of, of their material that you feel like you know them? Well, that's because your brain finds them familiar and your brain has made them into a being just as real as your family. And often the brain can't tell a difference between beliefs you heard virtually versus those with somebody right in, phys in front of you physically. I know this is a lot, but I think it's one of the most important concepts to get clarity on if you're going to succeed at the level you want in business. So the question is, how do we manage this? I mean, you can't get rid of your immediate family. You just have to try to take a grain of salt with anything they say, particularly about you or your business, you know, because a lot of time they'll be wrong. You know, you do have some control over the friends you keep. And I'm not saying, you know, get further all your friends that, you know, are not uh, completely positive uh, that you've known forever just because, you know, they're kind of a negative influence. But again, don't internalize what they believe about you or business because it's probably wrong. When you're seeking out new relationships in business or in your personal life, you know, and considering if you want to hang out with somebody, that's a good time to ask yourself the question, is this relationship going to be something that brings me joy, builds me up and pushes me to grow in, in my personal life and in my business life? 
If not, I'd consider letting that one go. And the last thing you can do is always be on the lookout to develop relationships with people who have had more success than you have in business or their area of expertise in life. Just like a younger sibling learns far more from their older sister or brother than they do from their parents. If you actively pursue people who are at the high level in your life that you want to be, you know, you'll have a huge heads up on getting there. I'm sure you've heard some of this before, and that's basically because it's true. The influence of those you surround yourself with, which is scientifically proven to be a huge impact. If you ignore the influence of people around you physically and virtually, you're holding yourself back and therefore holding your business back from becoming what it should be. I hope this gives you something, some things to uh, think about. And I know it's made a big difference in my life just being aware of this. And that in turn has impacted my business. I hope you have a fantastic day and I'll talk to you on the next episode. Thanks for listening today. I hope you learned something you can implement right away. I know your time is valuable and it's really an honor to serve you. Please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes and give me your honest feedback and what future subjects would help you out the most. Now, I've also put together a short ebook on some of the top lessons I've learned in 20 years uh, in a B2B business. You can download a free copy at growyourb2bcompany.com. That's growyourb2bcompany.com.